Welcome to the Lagan Valley Vineyard Podcast. We are a community passionate about seeing Lagan Valley filled with the presence and the teachings of Jesus. If you would like to connect with us or if we can help you in any way, please visit our website, laganvalleyvineyard.com. Hello, everyone, and Happy New Year. And we decided earlier that we can definitely say Happy New Year right up till the start of February. So Happy New Year from me to you and grace and peace. Grace and peace, the words that Paul uses in his letters to the church whenever he writes these letters of encouragement. And that's really what our team wants to do um, in the month of January is simply share what we feel that God has been sharing with us and placing on our hearts hearts simply as a way to encourage um, us as community. So grace and peace. Since the summer, I spoke on grief and loss. And one of the areas that we touched on in that process was waiting in the confusing in-between. And since then, God has been speaking to me about exactly that, waiting. And this is what I feel that he actually wants me to share with you today and giving us some time in that to also wait together. But I understand that we hate waiting. So bear with me this morning. Honestly, I think God has a sense of humor though as I thought I would be sharing this with you on Boxing Day. Um, But as one family member waited that well-known 30 minutes at midnight on Christmas Eve, um, only to get those two lines, not one, on the lateral flow, the wait was on for our household. But I felt that what he wanted me to share on Boxing Day is just as relevant today. The decorations of Christmas Day may be packed away and the new year has begun. The wait is over. It may have been filled with delight, or you may still be feeling that slight overwhelming of lingering disappointment, and that's okay. But the message of Christmas, the Christmas story, has not ended. It is as relevant today as it was two weeks ago. And we may not be singing Christmas hits, but we can still adore him and receive from him and his story. So Christmas, the new year, the wait is over. You may be that one that has been waiting all year for Christmas or you reached October 21 and we're just done and waiting for the new year. The new year almost giving some kind of sense of hope for a new you, a new routine, a new bank balance, pretty much a new life or definitely new energy for sure. You're not alone in any of that. Whether waiting for Christmas or New Year or just the weekend, waiting is simply a part of all of our lives, our lives. A story, quick story though about waiting. Growing up, um, we as any children do, they wait in expectation for the big day for Christmas and each of different traditions that you maybe do on that run up in the month of December and we had that in our household too we would put the tree up and all of that and we would also set up our nativity scene 
And we felt like waiting was this actual real opportune time to just like really like engage with Jesus. And by engage with Jesus, I mean we would literally engage with Jesus, my nativity scene on loan. Um, so we would literally engage with this guy here. And I have two brothers, and we'll call one the family protector and the other the family negotiator. I'm somewhere in between, probably more the carer, I would say. But um, So the protector, the family protector, would engage with Jesus in such a way that every toy soldier in the box would line the living room. They would be placed in the Christmas tree at vantage points on Jesus that no Lego man in the house could get this guy. So that was the protector. Then there was me, that my way of engaging with Jesus was, I still haven't stopped to this day, to be honest, is I always made sure Jesus was wrapped in a blanket and there was ample hay in the stable. Jesus on my watch would not go cold and the animals would not go hungry. However, the negotiator of the family, he had another way of waiting up to Christmas and his way of engaging with Jesus was there would be a note left and Jesus would no longer be there. But there would be a note and it would read two pounds and you get him back. (laughs) Well, the run up to Christmas was very profitable for him, let's just say. But you can rest assured that by Christmas Day, Jesus was returned. And I'll be making sure that by the end of today, Jesus gets wrapped up safely and ready for next year too. You see, waiting in wonder is one thing, but waiting in uncertainty, well, that's something else. Who likes waiting? We could all sit, I reckon, and just share stories of those excruciating times of waiting, the 20 years for that, the two years for this, the three weeks, the two days, the one more sleep, the hours, the 30 minutes. But we could also pull out our Bible and be reminded of so many stories of waiting. There's Abraham, Joseph, Moses, Joshua, David, Esther, Ruth, Daniel, Nehemiah, all who waited and who hoped. The Jesus story marks a moment when we are reminded of waiting, as we journey remembering the weight of the world for Jesus the Savior to come to the rescue. There is a wonder to our waiting in this reflection as we know the story. We know that Jesus did come. We know the story, so we sing of the wonder of Jesus' birth and we celebrate the joy of the world that he came to bring. You see, we remember a promise and a prophecy fulfilled, a promise and a prophecy that was made a long time ago and that the people of Israel had waited for from generation to generation. Isaiah wrote over 700 years before Jesus' birth in Isaiah 7, 14, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will be called Emmanuel. 700 years. 
700 years of waiting until the eternal one entered time. The Gospels of Matthew and Luke carefully tell of the incarnation, referring to promises made in made that now in Jesus have been fulfilled. They introduce us to characters that have been waiting, waiting for freedom and breakthrough in their land and in their lives. There is Zacharias waiting for the career opportunity of a lifetime to serve in the temple where then he is met by an angel. We have Elizabeth waiting for a child that she has never been able to have. We have Simeon, Anna, and Joseph. The chapters of the story of Jesus are full of waiting. We then skip 33 years to Jesus' ministry and so easily forget that those years were full of the everyday, ordinary, messy, mundane, learning, working, walking, eating, sleeping, family life. Jesus also waited. The chapters of his story were filled with waiting. And so are the chapters of each of our stories. So again, my question is, what are you waiting for? We're going to read Psalm 62, um, verses 1 to 8. So if you have your Bible or your phone, I just really encourage you to turn to that and follow along. Come, Holy Spirit. I wait quietly before God, for my victory comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will never be shaken. So many enemies against one man, all of them trying to kill me. To them, I'm just a broken down wall or a tottering fence. They plan to topple me from my high position. They delight in telling lies about me. They praise me to my face, but curse me in their hearts. Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my, my fortress where I will not be shaken. My victory and honor come from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. Oh, my people, trust in him at all times. Pour out your heart to him, for God is our refuge. Amen. Today, we don't pack the message of Jesus away in a box to bring out next year. We continue to celebrate Jesus, the one who came and fulfilled the promise of a savior, God with us, but God willing to wait with us. And today we also wait for him to come again. How long the earth has waited for a redeemer since the fall. How long the Israelites waited for a king amid persecution and shortcomings. How much humanity yearns today for a savior, for wrongs to be made right. When life weighs heaviest on us and one day feels like 10 years, the tension builds as we then wonder, 
How much longer, Lord? We wait for breakthrough in our work, our relationships, our finances, our health, to name a few. We wait. So again, I ask, what are you waiting for? You see, often in our waiting, we are struck with this sense of impossibility. And we no longer wait in wonder, but instead we wait and we wonder. We wait and we feel the weight, the heaviness of the question as we question where God, when when God, and why God. You see, waiting feels hard because we aren't in control. And the truth is that we don't need to be. And I've had to hang out on that line alone myself um, in the last weeks as a reminding myself that sometimes when waiting feels hard, it's because we're not in control. But again, reminding myself of the truth, whether it feels like it or not, that actually I don't need to be. Barbara Brown Taylor has said, we do not lose control of our lives, but what we lose is the illusion that we were ever in control in the first place. The last two years, I think all of us have been in a wilderness of waiting. And in this waiting, I think we have all felt the weight. The weight of the world on our shoulders as we feel utterly out of control a wilderness of uncertainty and insecurity where disappointment leads us to disillusionment and also a feeling of desolation at times. You see, the weight of the world is simply a reminder, a reminder of the longing of Eden in our hearts. And with that longing, there's a call that we must journey back to God. For in our wilderness of waiting, it is so easy to journey to the world for an answer. And I speak to myself as I say that too, that it is so easy for us to seek the world for relief, to numb the disappointment, and to try to feel something, anything other than longing. Yet it is in the waiting that God doesn't just ask us, but he, he tells us, he instructs us to wait on him. Christine Hoover reminds us that we aren't meant to be completely fulfilled on this earth. We are instead meant to be waiters in this perpetual winter, waiting to see with our eyes how God is turning all things beautiful. In winter, we long for a release from barrenness, We long for growth and renewal when all we see around us is dead. Waiting, enduring delays, disappointments, discouragements, without giving up or backing down, well, that is the opportunity for our faith to expand to faithfulness. It is impossible to grow in faithfulness if everything is instant and every prayer answered immediately. So your waiting is not wasted. Let your faith expand to faithfulness this year. I want to ask, what have you been waiting for this year in the last two years? 
But to go a step further and to ask, but what in that feels wasted? What has left you wondering? Where God? What God? And why God? And what then has left you worrying? All of those responses, I also want you to know, are okay. And God, I feel today we'd actually be inviting us into that open, honest conversation with him. You see, in the waiting, there is a time to wonder when. There's a time also to wrestle why, but also to worship and to worship the one who never forgets. In Psalm 9, verse 12, it says, you did not forget to listen to the cries of those in need. So hear him say today, I have not forgot. In the midst of waiting seasons, and even in the midst of seasons after the wait, I need to rest in that deep truth that God did not forget and God has not forgot. Just like the Israelites then, we now wait, and the story is not over. And I also want to say to you today that your story is not over. 2022, we wait, we may wonder, we may wrestle, but we have a choice to make. And that choice is who we will worship. You see, worship is something we are all created for, but we have a choice as to what it is that we worship. When we choose to worship God, his promise is our renewal. You see, waiting in itself is a miracle. As often in the waiting, we come to a place of utter dependence on God. And yes, that waiting may feel horrible, but it is an opportunity. You see, deeper understanding and further along the journey of faith, we see our faith expand to faithfulness. And I believe that that is the place of miracles. So 2022, what are you waiting for? And it needs to start with who we wait on. And just as I said at the very beginning, that I wanna take time together as church family, as community, to wait together. And Lucy and Michael are going to come and they're going to play a song for us. And, and in this moment, I encourage you to remain seated and to really allow it to like just soak into you as you soak into it. And to, to take yourself on that journey with the Lord and ask those hard questions. What are you waiting for? What feels wasted? Where are you left wondering why God, when God, what now God? And to talk to him about it, not necessarily with formed thoughts and answers or perfectly formed sentences. God is not afraid of mess. You just need to look at some hay in a nativity scene to even remind you of that. 
So let's wait on the Lord as we worship in this song. And then I'll jump back up as I feel like God wants to minister to us as we wait as well. He is in the waiting. See, 33 years of waiting and Jesus' ministry begins. God with us revealed. The people have waited for a saviour, a hero, and what came was a baby. Someone on the margins of society, not a prince in a palace, and rather than conquer people, he conquers sin by dying on a cross. They waited, and the very one they waited for died. We catch up with his followers on the road to Emmaus. Their assumptions shattered, wondering, wrestling and worrying. Were God, when God, why God? Two people fleeing the scene of trauma that has shattered their hopes for the redemption of Israel. They are ruminating on the events and joined by a stranger on their journey. This stranger walking beside them in solidarity and offering an alternative perspective that picks up shattered pieces and places them together, part of a greater story. In a moment, the pieces come together. The greater story revealed as they recognize the stranger as Jesus, living God with them. And they see things differently. They are renewed and their vision restored as they recognize a greater story. See, this is reorientation through disorientation. Boy, does waiting feel disorientating. Boy, is there a moment in waiting that it feels like where is north on a compass of our lives? Where is the story heading? Are we going backwards? Are we stuck? Are we stopped? And oh my goodness, even the worry that can creep in when hope is gone, the worry that can creep in and the fear of the future that can take a grip of our lives is real. And I'm here to encourage you this morning that all those feelings and all the wrestling, all the wondering, all the questioning, that is okay. And what I love about the road to Emmaus is that Jesus doesn't walk with them and say, come on guys, pull yourselves together. He simply walks and he talks. But as he walks and as he talks, as he picks up shattered pieces, shattered hearts, broken dreams and ideas, he picks them up and he begins to paint a new picture. The picture that has always been the picture that is the promise 
but he displays a hope for their future and he puts together the story and he places them right within it and today he wants to give us a new vision for the story the story that maybe we've got disheartened in or by your story that maybe you've been going through some waiting in some wrestling in but I believe he wants to give you fresh hope this morning as he restores your vision and as he restores you so to do that rather than me just stand here and pray for you we're all on this journey we stand here but we walk in the wrestle too so you're the prayer team today so why don't we all just stand in this moment and we have done this at the beginning of our service and to close we're going to do it at the end now too that who you're gathered with and just want you to really lean in and I'm going to pray a simple prayer that God just opens our ears to hear from heaven in this moment our eyes to see what he sees and then I want you to really simply just go after what would God say to that person around you beside you if you see a person on their own I'm not asking you to move out of your seat and go stand beside them but I am asking you to see them and to hear from heaven for them and you can begin to pray that over them whether you're standing with them or not but one of the things that I find in waiting is that waiting and waiting we can put our blinkers on and it can become so much about the wrestle of our story so in this moment we're kind of just gonna like wrestle up against that and actually pray into someone else's story but you be encouraged that that also means because we've got a whole army of a prayer team here that you're being prayed for in this moment too in your waiting in your wrestling and in your wondering all of which are okay so let's take a moment and I encourage you to pray boldly to listen clearly and to be amazed because the Holy Spirit is here so let's pray for each other.
we pray into this year, a new year with new possibilities, and we just speak new hope over it. God, we thank you that you're a generous God, and one of the gifts that you love to give us is the gift of faith. And where our faith feels weak and weary, we pray that it would expand, our faith would expand to faithfulness. God, we speak to shattered pieces of lives, of hearts, of dreams. And God, we just speak the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus who walked on that road and picked up the pieces of a broken story and replaced it with a greater story and a new perspective. So God, I just pray that each of us will see this year with a new perspective. as you call us to wait, not on our own, but with you, and to wait again in wonder of you. We choose, whether we feel like it or not, today as family together, we make a choice that 2022, we will worship you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Guys, just um, on a side note or an afterthought of all of that, that again, the, the, the road to Emmaus, it, a beautiful story that also reminds us that when we go through waiting, we are not meant to go through it on our own. That yes, God with us, God waiting with us, but also the beauty of the church family is that we wait together. So if any one of you is here and are waiting or wondering or wrestling, one, that is okay, but two, that it is our absolute privilege to wait with you and to walk with you. And if we can help in that way, please just come and chat to us. Let us pray for you and with you let us journey together this new year. Bless you and have a great rest of your day.